Who wants to be a superhero? Jefferson Stewart did not. What he wanted above all things was his place in the spotlight on the stage as a Shakespearean actor. For a time, he earned a modicum of success, but a moment of spite and an ill-fated emergence of his mysterious storm powers ripped this dream from his new elemental grasp. Resigned to a dark fate, Jefferson awaited the fallout of his actions. Instead, he received a second chance from a mysterious organization known only as the Board. That was when Jefferson learned that every superhero and villain, or heel as they're known, all secretly work for the Board. Under the Board's control, superheroes are pitted against heels in public bouts known as capers, in which spectacle and popularity rule the day. Jefferson, as the heel known as Weatherman, participated in his fair share of capers, but he never achieved the fame and admiration he so craved. That was until a naive young girl named Erica Belfry entered his life. Realizing the danger she inadvertently stumbled into, Jefferson helped Erica in her hour of need. Now Erica is his partner, the irrepressible Princess Crash, and the pair have delved headfirst into a world of adventure. However, recently, they discovered the harsh truth. Although their escapades were planned, the consequences of a heel losing a caper and being caught meant going to prison for life. Now trapped as pawns in the schemes of the true enemies who control the battleground, Jefferson and Erica recognize the dangers they face. For there is little mercy for those who do not play their parts in this theater of heels. Support me on Patreon! Previously on Theater of Heels, in preparation for their new caper against the super-fast sprinter, Jefferson ventures ahead of Erica to scout out their target, the Prime Investment Bank. After setting himself up in the optimal position to set the stage for their upcoming robbery, Jefferson unexpectedly encounters his estranged daughter, Juliet, who works as one of the bank's managers. And now, I present you with our current episode. Theater of Heels, Volume 2, Heroes, Heist, and Heels, Part 6, Rapid Heartbeat. Chapter 27, Family Banking. Juliet? Jefferson's mind reeled. He knew his daughter lived in the city. He checked in on her from time to time, but always from a distance. It had been years since he stood close enough to see her as the beautiful young woman she had become. In many ways, she was a mirror image of his first wife, Giselle, but those eyes that were wide with shock were his. His daughter's eyes suddenly narrowed. It's Julia. Actually, it's Ms. Stone, Jefferson said. You took your mother's last name. Julia's glower intensified. Why not? She hissed. It was she who... She stopped talking and looked around. Jefferson followed her gaze and realized that the entire bank was looking at them. After all, how often did they witness a bank manager suddenly start an argument with a patron? A new voice spoke next to them. Miss Stone, is there a problem? Jefferson and Julia glanced over to see a large, grim-faced security guard approaching them. Jefferson didn't think it was possible, but Julia's scowl intensified. She took a deep breath and schooled her expression. She nodded to the security guard, who seemed to expand before Jefferson's eyes. 
Although he wasn't touching it, Jefferson couldn't help but notice how the man's hand kept drifting closer to the firearm holstered onto his side. It's fine, Brent, Julia said neutrally. She waved at Jefferson. This man and I have something to discuss in my office. Brent, the security guard, looked uncertain. Are you sure? Yes, Julia nodded firmly. She pierced Jefferson with her dagger-like stare. Come with me. Struck speechless, Jefferson found himself complying. He followed Julia into her office. Once inside, she promptly closed the door and closed the blinds, shutting off their view of the people gawking at them in the line. A few of which, Jefferson noticed, had pulled out their cell phones in an attempt to record the incident. There was nothing like a good public argument to rub up a person's social media clickbait. Julia rounded on him. Now what in the hell are you doing in my bank? Jefferson took an involuntary step back. I, uh... Internally, his mind churned in a whirlpool of dismay. What could he tell her? Any moment now, his young partner would come crashing through those immaculate windows of his estranged daughter's bank. He broke eye contact from the heat of her searing gaze. His eyes darted desperately for a clock. But all he found was a tasteful office, with a couple pictures displaying her bachelor's and master's degree, a picture frame of her now older mother Giselle, and her nameplate, Julia Stone, MPA. She didn't even go by her given name professionally. Jefferson, in this wild, unexpected moment, did the only thing he could think to do. He deflected. So, you took your mother's last name? Julia ground her teeth. Why wouldn't I? She was the one who raised me, sacrificed for me, and loved me. Jefferson's back stiffened. I love you. She stabbed a finger at him. Don't. Julia stared at her pointing hand, surprised to see it shaking. She concisely lowered it down and took a deep, steadying breath. I legally... She glared at him harder than ever for a moment. Changed my name. Yes, I took her name. But I kept that stupid theatrical name you gave me. She pinned him to the spot with her eyes. None of that matters. Jefferson frowned. I should say that it matters a great deal. I would. She cut him off. Enough! What are you doing in my bank? Jefferson's face fell. Well, I... I knew it! She snapped. You're here too! She paused and checked out her blinds. The people in the lobby were still staring at her office. Brent, the security guard, stood nearby with his arms crossed. Julia stepped away from her window and glared at Jefferson. Lowering her voice significantly, she hissed. You're here to rob us, aren't you? I... What makes you say that? Jefferson floundered. Julia waved her hands to the heavens before returning her hell-like gaze on him. Oh my god! You are so infuriating! I know for a fact you don't have an account here. So, tell me. Did you not get in line today to make some sort of grand theatrical entrance? Jefferson cocked his head to the side. You've seen my work. Julia's eyes bulged. You are! Heart's alive! My stupid father is here too! She lowered her voice again. To rob my bank! 
Hang on. You have seen my work. He didn't think it was possible, but Julia's glare intensified. Through gritted teeth, she said, Yes, I have seen your work. What did you expect? My dad, who I use the term extremely loosely, somehow got superpowers. But instead of using his gift to do, I don't know, do something useful like be a superhero, or make interesting theatrical effects for some stage production, you use your powers to create a distraction while your underage girlfriend, she stared daggers at him at this point, crashes through the wall or windows with her flying car. Then her robots help you terrorize everyone while the pair of you rob the bank. She waved at her door. Like mine, right now. Jefferson's back straightened. First off, Princess Crash is not my girlfriend. She's my partner and friend. And that is it. Julia rolled her eyes in a manner that reminded him of Erica. Uh-huh. Jefferson ground his teeth, straining to suppress the lightning he felt crackling in his core. Second, we don't use our powers and abilities to terrorize anyone. Julia folded her arms and regarded him with a withering stare that reminded him painfully of her mother. Really? So the people in the banks are overjoyed to see you flash your lightning while Princess Diaper's robots aim their laser cannons at them? Well, no, Jefferson admitted. But I never willfully hurt anyone in my endeavors. She stared at him, and her enraged face took on a stern, emotionless mask that concerned him even more. Is that what you tell yourself? Jefferson licked his lips. Of all the ways he imagined reconnecting with Juliet, who now goes by Julia, this was not the way he thought it would go. He hoped for the possibility of reconciling, maybe even rekindling the love she felt for him. His love had never wavered, but he realized that he never let it burn bright enough to warm her either. In the reflection of those eyes that resembled his own, he saw his tens of thousands of mistakes flash before him. He now saw how each of his minor and major acts of selfishness had doused this beautiful girl's love for him. In her cold gaze, he could see something predatory swimming just beneath the depths that tasted his blood in the water. He nodded mutely. What about Thomas Williams and Lilith Peterson? Jefferson staggered back a step, clutching his chest as he felt something inside him constrict. Julia nodded coldly. Jefferson struggled to find his voice. When he spoke, it came out aged and shaky. That was an accident. Julia's voice was cold. Really? Because the news said you killed them in a jealous rage. Jefferson nodded. It was a jealous rage, but I didn't know lightning would fire out my hand when I pointed at them. I didn't want them to die. He shook his head. A significant portion of what I make goes anonymously to their families. Do you think that makes it better? She demanded. No. Jefferson shook his head. I can't undo what I did. All I could do is try to make amends where I can. At least this way, Thomas's widow has money to care for her daughter. Lilith's father can afford to care for his wife's cancer treatment 
Julia's eyes widening. I... I didn't know that you did that. Jefferson shook his head. No one does. If it became public, the anonymous help they received would be halted by other financial parties. He waved his hand around him. Ones like this bank. She stared at him for a long, hard moment before she finally exhaled. Fine. Whatever you did before today, and whatever after today, is all on you. What you're going to do now is walk right out that door and call off little miss and she's not my girlfriend. Leave this place and never darken my doorstep again. Is that understood? Jefferson stared into her face with a torrent of thoughts and emotions churning through him. Could he stop things at this point? Thanks to the machinations of the board, the pieces had already been set in motion. He sighed and nodded. I shall try. Julia snarled. You better do more than try, or so help me. Boom! Jefferson flinched as a loud bang preceded people's screams and shattering glass. Julia snapped. I should have known better to let my guard down. She then stormed out the door. I'm going to give this partner of yours a piece of my mind. Jefferson cursed internally before touching his earpiece as he started to follow his estranged daughter. He murmured, Princess, I know you already made your entrance, but we are leaving. Now! Erica's voice came back to him immediately. What are you talking about? I'm still in position above the city. If that's not you, then what? Everyone on the ground! The largest of them stood over the unconscious and bleeding security guard Brent shouted, Everyone on the ground! This is a robbery! Discover what's happening on the next episode of Theater of Heels after these messages. On the next episode of Theater of Heels, Volume 2, Heroes, Tights, and Heels, Jefferson finds himself caught in the middle of an armed robbery, not only of the very same bank his estranged daughter Julia works at, but also the very same he was about to rob with Erica. Worlds collide in this explosive new chapter in the lives of our heels. Tune in next week for Theater of Heels, Volume 2, Chapter 28, Never Be a Hero. See you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Theater of Heels. I hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains. If you like this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChancy.com, and my YouTube channel. Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at Patreon.com slash ChristopherChancy. There you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell.